Did you guys see that tweet? Oh, who did it? I think, like, Chico from the football team was, like... Chico McClatcher? Yeah, something about, like, air... If, like, heat rises, how come, like, air on the top of the mountain is so cold? Oh, and I'm like... No. Chico, no. Chico, <laughs> But no. actually, for a second, I was like, but why? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's true. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Maybe I'm just defending him, but it, I thought it was hilarious. Hello, faithful listeners. Welcome to episode 11 of Play Like a Girl. This week, we have Susanna joining us. Welcome back. I was here. Round of applause. (laughs) She finally showed up. And then Gabby and Haley. For the summer, if you didn't catch our last episode, we're doing bi-weekly podcasts, which means we're going to have more of Haley's weekly columns to talk about so just that and the hot take are going to be on the schedule for today Haley, do you want to take us into your first in my defense article that ran last week so uh june 23rd was the 45th anniversary of title nine which if you don't know what that is that's the basically the law that says that Athletic participation has to be equal among genders in um, state-funded sports and basically other activities, but we're talking about sports because that's all that's important. Um, So since it's been 45 years since Title IX, I talked about, you know, like a lot of things have changed. Women's sports are a lot more popular and there's a lot more participation in sports by women. But there is one big problem, and it's that female leadership in women's sports has dropped significantly. In 1972, when Title IX was passed, about 90% of uh, head coaches of women's teams were women, and now the number is hovering around 40, which has actually dropped from 2000, when it was around 45%. So the amount of female leadership in women's sports has like decreased significantly, and basically, men are still dominating sports, even in women's fields. So that's what I talked about. Yeah, I thought that was like really interesting that before, ninety percent of the teams like had female coaches, and then now it's like, what did 40. you say? She yeah, said forty, I think. Yeah, and like that's just like blows my mind. I don't understand. It remind the uh, reading the article reminded me of when I used to go to the ASU to board of directors meetings. Last year, there was one where Jennifer Cohen, the athletic director, came and spoke with the board. It was when, I think it was when she was still interim director, not before she was confirmed to be the next athletic director. But she talked about basically how when she was growing up, she wanted to be a football coach. But, yes! But, like, her family and probably everyone else was like, that's not going to happen. That's my dream. Because you're a woman. And, like, women don't coach football. And so she decided to go into, like, the administrative side of sports instead. It's cool that UW is one of the few schools that has a female athletic one director. One of nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of nine. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, even she exhibits the sad reality. That'd be so cool to, of, like, to coach a football team. I know, right? Yeah. I, and it's interesting because, like, what even makes someone qualified to be a coach? of a sports team. Exactly. Like, usually you have to be a former player, 
but not but even all coaches yeah, are yeah, exactly. And then, like, like there are men who coach women's teams, so I'm like... You clearly didn't play in a women's league. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I mentioned this in my article, but having uh, female leadership for women's sports can um, be uh, really beneficial to female athletes because they can have mentors who are women, and that can be really awesome for them because... If you have a male head coach, then you don't really have a female mentor who can, like, help you figure out what your next step is in women's sports if you're in a league where you have a professional league for your sport. Yeah, I would assume it's a similar kind of thing that happens in, like, there's been a lot of talk recently about women in technology company roles, Mm. especially with the whole Uber debacle. Wait, what? The whole thing about Uber and how there was, like, sexual harassment a female engineer wrote a blog post like a couple months ago detailing like this whole sexual harassment thing that she experienced and uber's hr department basically like did nothing of course yeah anyway but and then there was like uh they added some people to the board and ariana huffington is on it and then they added another woman and then she like pointed out that when a board has one woman, it's more likely to get another woman. Mm. So stuff like that. And then one of the other board members made a really sexist comment, and, now, and then he stepped down. Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot going on. But I would assume it's similar in a tech world where companies with female leadership are more equitable, like male and female wise, and especially companies with female leadership in like engineering and technical roles have more representation in engineering at the company so I would assume it's kind of a similar trend where it's mm-hmm. like if there's no leadership then it's a less representation yeah and um Jen, Jen Cohen has added uh, female coaches of women's sports in who've replaced male coaches in both women's basketball and women's rowing do you think that's on purpose I don't know I don't know like, do you but think I she mean, had any men like in the final whatever I have no idea. But I think the rowing coach did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah. They they did a really good job, the whole team, and that's after they didn't have such a great season last year. So, yeah. like, I think that, you know, her coming in. I'm sure really she's good. cognizant of it. Yeah. I think as yeah. a oh, woman yeah. working in that male dominated of a space, you mm-hmm. are pretty aware, yeah. I yeah. would think. And one of the articles I read about this, um, I think it was on ESPN. Okay, so it was basically talking about hiring practices of um, coaches of women's teams and how people just tend to consider more men in, like, their pool of who they're hiring. And so because there's more men in that pool, then they're more likely to choose a a male coach. And this is specifically talking about women's teams. This is by Richard Lapchuk. It was uh, posted on the Taylor 9 anniversary, so uh, June 23rd. Are we going to talk about how they faked or they were adding numbers to the roster? Oh, oh the crew yeah. team? The rowing team? Yeah. yeah. That was, um, they, we t- didn't we it was like a scandal alert. It was like column, but I don't know if we talked about it. Oh, because I don't think that was before, before we started the podcast. I believe so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was, um, that was really interesting. As far as I know, they're not doing it anymore because Jen Cohen basically had no idea. Yeah. It was For like those some... of you who don't know what we're talking about, basically there was a, I think it was the Watchdog part of the Seattle Times. Yeah, it was. Published this article about how UW, the UW rowing program was editing the numbers to make it look like female and male participation was equal. So it was like increasing the number of female rowers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they basically, when girls signed up to like, 
go to like an informational session, they would put their name on the roster and submit that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looked like they had a lot more people on the team than they actually did. But like mm-hmm. how, they you have to know that's happening yeah. for like them to get away with it. Like they don't just like submit this information, like the coaches doesn't submit this information and like no one else from like the athletic department looks at it. Yeah, I mean it, it was happening before Jen Cohen was um, the athletic director. But I think the last numbers they had were in 2015. But wasn't she like the assistant athletic director? They were like they weren't small numbers either. It was like yeah. fifty-two, oh like one hundred and twelve. Oh yeah. I just don't understand how you cannot notice you that. Can, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I sure people I'm notice. Not, I just don't just know the like, organization. Like I don't know how it's organized. Yeah. So maybe like when you're the director, you don't really touch the individual departments. You just like you delegate that out, and oh. then you handle more. <coughs> Like excuse me, while I die. more oh large gosh. picture type thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of depends. Like it's possible. It's I believe that she had no idea. Yeah. But it's possible that other people did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think someone had to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was whack. And it had been going on for so long too. So it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, someone had to know. Yeah. Well, when they tried to contact the former athletic director and tried to contact like the former coach, they all like no commented their yeah. way out of it, mm-hmm. which. Feels like they might know something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Should we talk about the storm yeah, now? Let's talk yeah. about the storm. So the Seattle Storm are doing this thing that I think is really cool. They're partnering with Planned Parenthood, and they're doing uh, multiple different fundraising things and an informational rally um, in the name of the Planned Parenthood of the Great Northwest and Hawaiian Islands. And so they're like five dollars from each ticket sold will be donated to the chapter, there's going to be a fundraising auction, and there's going to be a um, Stand with Planned Parenthood rally before the game. This is probably the most major political stance a sports team has ever made, because Planned Parenthood is a pretty controversial organization, and it's uh, I feel like it's a really important thing that the Storm are doing to like advocate for women's health and for women's rights. And, I mean, that was the intent. Um, the owners decided to do this because they wanted to make a meaningful change in the healthcare de- current health care debate. And the players have, like, spoken up in support of this, and players um, and executives from other teams have also spoken up in support. So, in general, the NBA is, the WNBA is really excited about this. And the WNBA does have a lot of female fans. They also have a lot of male fans, but it's like they try to prioritize their female fans in a way that, like, in general, sports don't. So they're, like, supporting an organization that's supporting women in general, which is, like, making sure, like, that their female fans feel supported, or at least that's how I felt. So I was really excited about this. I feel like this is a great example of what I was talking about earlier about when there's female leadership, because I noticed in the article you mentioned that the storm is owned by, like, three Seattle businesswomen. Yeah, and... I didn't know that. Almost... Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Like, even most of the WA and NBA teams are owned by men. Like, most sports mm-hmm. teams are owned by men. Yeah, so it's really cool to see, like, what happens when there's female leadership and just how kind of it, it changes the culture in a way that's more supportive... Has there been, like, a lot of backlash against this? There was, like, some, like, stuff by, like, Christian News Network, who, of course, is not going to like this. They're, like, Seattle Store with the abortion rights group. That's not really what Planned Parenthood is. The same thing. They dwindle it down to, like, being pro-abortion, like, Mm anti-abortion. They do so many other things. Yeah. Yeah. But, honestly, I didn't really, like, when I was researching this article, I didn't really see a lot of backlash. 
which I thought was interesting. Do you it could think be because like sports pundits don't really care about the WNBA. That's, That's what I was, was gonna say. I was yeah. just gonna ask, like, do you think there's not a lot of backlash slash like they can get away with doing something like this extreme because the WNBA isn't like followed as much? Yeah. It's still followed though. I mean, like it's well, yeah, still, but like, still not mainstream. mainstream. I no, I know what you mean. The game um, against the Stars, and it could have just been just because Kelsey Plum was back, but it was sold out. It was probably because yeah, that. yeah. No, like when she scored, people cheered just as much as when the Storm scored. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> once again, Kelsey, if you ever want to come on the podcast, <laughs> we'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. No, yeah, that's super cool that they're doing that. Yeah, there's a lot of people in purple there that day. (laughs) And it's it's also a pretty radical thing that they're doing. I talked about this a little in my article, but I feel like it could, like, open up doors for... A lot of times in sports you get the, like, stick to sports, don't get into politics thing. Everything is political. Yeah. I feel like it could open up the door for people to be more aware that, like, politics are inherently in pretty much everything yeah and that like we can bring activism into sports and that's okay and that's a really cool thing to do yeah yeah agreed i mean they're put on that platform where they have a voice whether or not they are like i don't know maybe as political as someone else mm-hmm. i think that they and can like, use it yeah for good if they have a voice then if they want to use it then they should yeah. they should still be educated about it like, yeah. I've heard some people who have made, like, absurd things. Oh, yeah, no, like, what? Yeah, isn't there that one? We talk about Harry Irving and how like, he thinks the earth is flat. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say. I was about to say, isn't there that one player who thinks the earth is flat? <laughs> yeah. And there's um multiple guys on the Nashville Predators think the earth is flat. And so one of the guys, like, took them all to a science museum. And he was like, we're going to learn. Please stop. <laughs> Did you guys see that tweet? Oh, who did it? I think, like... Chico from the football team was like Chico McClatcher? Yeah, something about like air, if like heat rises, how come like air on the top of the mountain is so cold? Oh, and I'm no. like oh, Chico no, Chico <laughs> but no But actually for a second I was like but why? Because <laughs> I mean it's true. No <laughs> No, okay. no. Maybe I'm just defending him, but it, I thought it was hilarious uh, I mean, I guess it's like a good question in theory, but yeah, also, like, you yeah. can also Google if you it. googled around for five minutes, I'm pretty sure you oh, could yeah. find a satisfactory answer. Yeah, to that question. but also like the Earth is flat. Like you could Neil deGrasse Tyson goes off on anyone who says <laughs> the Earth is flat. He's coming for you all. He's coming to drag <laughs> you around the global Earth, the circular <laughs> Earth, the spherical Earth. <laughs> This podcast is so diverse. <laughs> <laughs> I know science, politics, sports. Thanks to the sports editor. Shout out to you, Josh. What's his handle? At Josh Kirschenbaum. J underscore Kirschenbaum, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what we figured out? He sent this article <laughs> saying it's. The headline is, baseball isn't exactly taxing, so why do Cubs players need rest? It's by Rick Morrissey, mm-hmm. and he's a columnist, a sports columnist at the Sun-Times. And just the highlight of this article... <laughs> it's hilarious, first of all. hilarious. And then at one point he said, he's like talking about how the Cubs manager likes to rest <coughs> players periodically in the early months of the season, and then he says, rest from what? Running to first base? <laughs> Drag them. <laughs> but I mean, like, 
He's not wrong. Like, he is wrong, but, like, he's not wrong. Like, he mm-hmm. has a point, he ha- but he yeah. didn't need to say it. Yeah. In the he way didn't, that he yeah. Said it. He didn't, yeah. like, deliver it. Yeah, he's, like, well. basically acting like baseball players don't work hard. And he's yeah. basically, like, people with real jobs work harder than okay. baseball players do. It's he, like, which even said, offensive. like, someone licking mm-hmm. envelopes, like, where he made, like, oh, a yeah. reference what to what someone. What did he call him? Like, wiggle or something? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, a different, I think, like, Baseball is just a different, physically it's very different from other sports where it's like not a lot of cardio, but more things that require strength, I would argue. No, not... Because, like, throwing like, a ball requires um, a lot of arm strength. Like, coordination, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and coordination, which can be, like... Also, I think what he, like, what he didn't think about is how it can be also mentally exhausting. Oh, because yeah. you have to be really focused for the yeah. entire duration of a game. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, at least if you're in the outfield, you have to be really focused for an entire... your half of the inning. Like, and then if you're the batter, you have to be really focused. Yeah. If you're in the dugout, I guess you don't really have to focus. But... That can be mentally exhausting, I think, which can also probably take a toll on, mm. on the body. But, I mean, I do still agree with him that as far as considering in relation to other sports, I would definitely say baseball is less taxing than, like, soccer or yeah. basketball. Yeah, I think he even says that put off, like, some stats. That yeah, like, soccer players run, like, seven, like seven, seven miles a game, yeah. and, like, basketball mm-hmm. players run, like, almost three two. miles or, or, like, two-something. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He said something in there, and he was, like, they dance in the bullpen to, like, help fight. What was it? The drink out of boredom relief or whatever? Yeah, but, like, on it, like, everyone celebrates. Like, we were just talking about celebrations, like, in football. Like, they're not celebrating because they're, like, bored out of their mind. Like, it's just yeah. something you do. Yeah, I mean, I love making fun of baseball as much as the next person, but he's got to give them some credit. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're still athletes. And yeah. running isn't the only... Like, like, it's exhausting. Exhausting. There's like yeah. also some really like athletic plays in baseball. Yeah, I don't know. I th- like I definitely get where this guy's coming from, but it's just a bad take. Anything else on this hot take? I have some some people tweeted in hot takes. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it so not Mo just making fun of Petulia? Yeah, we're not doing Mo's because we already talked about that. So Joe Vieira, former yeah. EIC at the Daily, said UW men's basketball is going to the tourney next year. Josh said, take. "Yeah, Josh said NBA free agents are getting paid way too much. That's oh, so same true. Same with the NHL. Wait, that They're is so true. There's Vendrick, some like insane comparison. Wait, can we just pause on this for a second? Yeah, we just need to talk, to talk about, about this because I have NHL thoughts. Okay. <laughs> there, Blake Griffin. <laughs> I love Blake Griffin. He's getting paid so much but though. He's so cute. But he's not he's like a contributor, but really." He, I mean, he he's is, so but he isn't. But he's not. He's out because of his anger. He's not on par as like the other people who are getting paid as much as he is. Or there's other, there's like other player, even like even Nick Young, Swaggy P, who just went to the Warriors. I hate that. Wasn't he talking shit about the Warriors? I don't know. The he's the one who like shot the three yeah, and then was like <laughs> three and then it didn't go in. Who was he dating? <laughs> was he dating Iggy? Yeah, and then yeah, his teammate. Yeah, and then he cheated on her. D'Angelo Russell was like released a video of him talking about how he cheated yeah. on her. It was a whole oh big thing. Did you guys see the Robin China beef? Yes, no. I did see that. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Rob Kardashian posted revenge porn. It's very disappointing. Okay. Be better, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the, so free agency, like, was not great this year. Well, there wasn't a lot of, like, 
really awesome free agents. There was a couple, but they signed people for way too much because no one was really that good, so it, like, upped their value a little because since no one was good, then, like, the people who were only a little bit better than the rest seemed better than everyone else, and it was just, it was dumb. In regards to UW men's basketball going to the tourney, I'm going to defer to my earlier statement where I need to see them play a game like, before I decide you know? how yeah. far they're going to go. I mean, it's Joe. I need to, but so I need he's to like see notoriously like blind faith over here. I need to see how they like play together and then interact with the I coach mean, like, before I make a judgment. I don't know. I feel like I believe they could do well. Yeah, but I think it's going to be the same thing. Like yeah, I think it's I mean, like the football team too like they're like there's like a big transition period like right now and i feel like the basketball team like they're going to do well but they're not going to do great and same with football yeah. like i want football to do as it's well going to be like the year. first year with Jake Browning and Peterson yeah it's going to be like we're going to do good but we're not really going to go far if yeah. that makes sense yeah like we're going to be better than the year before i mean i hope i'm wrong but i don't it'd think it'd be great gonna... trust me if we went to the NCAA tournament i'd be like ecstatic oh wait we're we talking about great. football or basketball we're, we're talking, talking about basketball. basketball oh okay 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 we were he said men's basketball. I know, but then we were talking about Okay, what did Lavendrick say? I don't even want to talk about this. Why? Um, Is it something about the Cowboys? No, it's something about the Seahawks. He oh. said uh, the Seahawks aren't making the playoffs next year. Have you seen Russell's new diet? He's, like, all about getting in shape and okay. we're going to make it. That doesn't it. necessarily doesn't mean anything you, like, <laughs> Okay, I mean, I guess if you, like, listen to Tom Brady, who's apparently never eaten a strawberry, then a diet is He does have, like, a... Tom Brady has a weird diet. He has a really weird diet. He's, like, almost vegan, but not. And also, he's never eaten, like, really basic things. Yeah. He's, also, he's just, like, weird in general. Did you see he's coming out with a book? What? Tom Brady is? Yeah. Look about what? How to deflate balls without getting caught? I'm pretty sure it was Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I apologize to my Massachusetts family. (laughs) 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 Who literally I was just I was just with them. They have like all this like sports Boston sports memorabilia like in their house. And they have like a framed thing of Tom Brady. And like a, f- they like printed out one of his tweets about <laughs> how like, not. or they printed out like a tweet about how he was like underestimated when he was being drafted or something like that. Kind of like a la the Steph Curry commercial where they like read his draft report and they're like too oh, skinny, cannot yeah, yeah, lead a yeah. team. I liked the Kevin Durant one. Oh, I I loved, loved the Kevin Durant really commercial. commercial. That was a great commercial. So good. Loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Play Like a Girl. You can join the conversation on Twitter using hashtag UWPLAG, all caps except for the A. You can follow The Daily's podcast on Twitter at UW Daily Podcast. For UW Sports updates, you can follow the sports section on Twitter at UW Daily Sports. And you can also find them online at dailyuw backslash sports. You can follow all of us on Twitter. Our handles will be in the bio below. You can also send in your thoughts, comments, criticisms, concerns to podcast at dailyudub.com. Play Like a Girl is hosted by Alexis Mancineras and produced by Alex Burrell.